0: In our previous episode, I played you from the very beginning a clip and jokingly called it, here you go, just in case you haven't been blatantly lied to today. Well, I'm going to do that again, except this time we're not going to have Joe Biden's spokeshole. That, of course, is Kareem Jean-Pierre. We're going to hear the blatant lie from Joe Biden himself. Today's before on inflation show. shows, the good
1: news, the news is that inflation in America is continuing to come down. down. Fall, seven straight months, more to go Food prices and are coming down Gas prices are down 60
0: cents the peak So what you're seeing there are blatant lies from Joe Biden at the National Association of, of Counties. When was the last time Joe Biden was actually inside of a grocery store or even paying attention to the reports coming out the Consumer Price Index that came out yesterday the same day that he gave this speech, showed that consumer prices had jumped up 0.5% in food. And if you look at things like eggs that were up 70%, cereals up at 15.6%, and coffee up at 12, 6, up 12.6%, food prices haven't been coming down straight seven straight months in a row. That is a blatant, absolute lie. Joe Biden is a pathological liar. And because the mainstream media... For the most part, don't call him on it. He continues to get away with it. And I say for the most part because some of this stuff is so obvious and so bad that even the mainstream media has to call him out sometimes, just not as harshly or as blatantly as true journalists would do. Folks, I played yesterday a blatant lie from Corrine Jean-Pierre. So let's give her a little bit of... Uh, more coverage right here as we transition to the shooting every damn thing out of the sky that's going on under Joe Biden as he tries to hide his complicit nature in working with China to undermine America. This is Kareen Jean-Pierre yesterday asking about uh, the embarrassing actions of Joe Biden in shooting, like I said, every damn thing out of the sky.
2: 900, the, the weather balloons are released around the world from 900 locations twice a day, every single day of the year, including 92 released by the National Weather Service in the US. Um, that they fly for at least two hours a day, drift as far as 125 miles, and cover, uh, and, and rise up to 100,000 feet above the ground. Um, if, if it turns out, as it looks like, that the, that, that the president um, and, and Mr. Trudeau sent top gun fighters to blow weather balloons out of the sky, is the, does, the, does the president regret that? And is he embarrassed by that?
0: I'm not going to get ahead of, what, um, of any final decision. We just don't know yet. We actually just don't know. Oh, they know. Boy, do they know. What you just saw right there, that was BS. So if I say, hey, do you want to see I will show you that. But let me show you what CBS actually just came out with in their report. I cannot believe that CBS News is breaking so many of these news stories. It almost seems like CBS wants to become real news again. This is incredible. By the way, before I show you that, If you're not aware, my name is James, a.k.a. BCP. Welcome to the BCP podcast. This is the open source news edition. This show, you're either watching it on YouTube or watching the video on Spotify or listening to it on every major podcast, network, application, platform, etc., Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for your support. Make sure you, make sure that you, if you're on YouTube, you press like, share, subscribe, all those things. Share the link to this on social media. Give it a thumbs up. And if you're not a subscriber, please go ahead and do so. If you're on other platforms, please hit whatever follow button or what have you. That helps us increase our reach. Okay, folks. Here we have breaking news from CBS. Kareem Jean-Pierre talking about, we just don't know, we just don't know what's going on. Well, check out what we're now finding out about the China spy balloon and how early the Biden regime knew about this.
1: back here in washington there is breaking news tonight on that chinese spy balloon cbs news has just learned that u.s intelligence watched the high-flying airship as it lifted off near china's south coast that means the u.s military had been tracking it for nearly a week before it entered u.s airspace longer than originally known we just don't know yet we actually just don't know
0: corinne jean pierre says they don't know what they shot down over canada But we're finding out they knew damn well about the Chinese spy balloon way before it came into the U.S. They were tracking it from the very beginning. For those of you watching this episode and not listening to it, if you're watching it on YouTube or watching it on Spotify, look at the bottom of your screen. This is how long they've been tracking it from the very beginning. And for those listening to it, I just moved some graphics around on our screen, real time, from one side of the screen to the other, and that's exactly what the Biden regime was doing, watching this leave from the South China Sea over into U.S. airspace and didn't shoot it down until it traversed the entire United States, then he shot it over South Carolina, but Corrine Jean-Pierre is saying, we don't know what we shot down over Canada, isn't that interesting?
1: So, Nancy, they were watching this from the beginning.
0: They were, Nora. And what they saw was this balloon heading east from China towards Guam and Hawaii. Guam and Hawaii, where we have military installations and we have a presence. They were spying on us. Oh, but it's just a weather balloon, right? Uh, Weather balloons that just drastically change their direction and then head for the continental USA
1: but then it took a sharp northward turn, a beeline towards Alaska. They also revealed today that the three subsequent objects they shot down probably were not involved in spying.
0: As I reported earlier on here, the U.S. intelligence agencies are saying that they were commercial or benign. So let's look at actual treason before our eyes. Joe Biden and his regime do not shot Uh, Do not shoot down a Chinese spy aerial vehicle that they tracked ever since it left the South China Sea, was going over and looking at Guam and Hawaii, then goes a northward turn, goes over Alaska, over Canada, into U.S. airspace. They don't say anything. It gets caught and goes viral because a Billings Gazette reporter sees it and posts it. Then they say they're transparent. Oh, but it's dangerous to shoot down, so we'll wait till it goes over South Carolina. Knowing it's a Chinese spy balloon that they've been tracking since before it came anywhere near the continental U.S. But now they're shooting down commercial and benign things out of the sky, even though they couldn't do that, or they say they couldn't do that before. Folks, is it me or does it seem like the six ways from Sunday intelligence community is contradicting Joe Biden as if this is yet another plot against him to get him out of the Oval Office.
1: The three objects shot down this weekend may have been harmless research balloons. That's now a leading theory for the
0: intelligence community. There's strong consideration that these uh, objects are indeed benign. All right, folks, we're getting even more information. Let's go back to the latest shoot down over the skies and that is the shooting of the octagonal unidentified flying aerial object over Lake Huron. We actually have just released audio from inside the cockpit and it's the pilots trying to identify exactly what the hell they were Commissioned to shoot down.
2: Top U.S. general confirming the first missile, an AIM-9X Sidewinder, missed the object over Lake Huron.
0: The missile
1: landed harmlessly in the water of Lake Huron. Uh, we saw, we tracked it all the way down, uh, and we made sure that the airspace was clear of any commercial, or civilian, or recreational traffic.
2: New audio authenticated by the Air Force from the pilots trying to figure out what that object was over the Great Lakes. Or just some kind of dark see some strange or something hanging out below it. Uh, can't tell it, like,
0: whole thing, anything. again small unknown and they shoot it down now if this was a threat or a perceived threat of course it, it should be shot down but once again we have no shootdowns of anything in the sky the Biden regime including the Very evil and traitorous, General Milley, who should be in the brig and should be in a jail cell for treason under a military facility. Remember that he spoke with China during the Trump administration and uh, time and said, hey, if Trump is going to do something against you, I'll give you a heads up. That's absolute treason. And he's still there working for another traitor named Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., So they're shooting crap down out of the sky that they can't see. They don't know what it is. Now, again, if there was a threat, of course they should shoot it down. But it's very obvious. We have no record. There was no shooting down of aerial objects until everyone started to notice what was going on with the spy balloon. Then to save face and to get us and distract us away from that sky balloon, they're shooting everything in the sky down.
2: The U.S. and Canada haven't yet recovered any debris from the last three objects shot down. And senior Biden administration official says it's possible they may never be able to.
0: They're
1: in very difficult terrain. Uh, the the second one off the coast of Alaska is, uh, that's up in, uh, in in some really, really difficult terrain in the Arctic Circle, uh, with very, very
0: low temperatures in the minus 40s.
2: Break one. Last one. COI one. I just
0: flash. Now, the Chinese spy balloon they shot down obviously not in cold regions like the other items shot down was also shot down over water of south carolina oh and they, that one oh th- those things yeah they they've got they can pretty much get everything from that shoot down i mean heaven forbid that they don't try to cover up the chinese spy balloon and what was on there and be able to put their own spin so they're able to get that one out in open sea but they can't get the other items because it's too cold to get.
2: Meanwhile, new audio of the moment an F-22 shot down that Chinese spy balloon. That is a big kill. The balloon is completely destroyed. The U.S. military has recovered a significant portion of that balloon.
0: Divers were able to get into the water over the course of the weekend and were able to recover a significant amount of debris, including some of the structure and some of the electronics. And the corruption and the lies and the kowtowing... And the cover-up for China and their spying on American citizens continues by the compromised Biden regime. Let me get on to some other news, folks. Let's get into what's going on with Mike Pence, Backstabber Supreme.
1: Former Vice President Mike Pence is planning to resist a subpoena for information related to Donald Trump. Politico was first to report, and NBC News has confirmed, that Pence plans to argue legislative privilege, citing his former role as president of the Senate. That is according to a source familiar with his plans.
0: All right, folks, so I've blasted Mike Pence, the backstabber, on this program before, accusing him of probably going to cooperate with the J6 uh, committee. And now we have this news. BCP, you were wrong about Mike Pence. No, I was not. Mike Pence had signaled and it had been reported that he told the J6 committee or he had put out there that he was willing to talk to them. So this is actually isn't about face by Mike Pence. He is running for president After all, even though he hasn't officially come out the gate yet like Nikki Haley. So that's probably changing a lot of things because his consultants and other advisors are probably telling him that uh, the J6 committee is no longer around. The Speaker of the House is Kevin McCarthy. They're not continuing the J6 committee going after Trump like they were before. So now it doesn't behoove him to cooperate with this false investigation.
1: It is not executive privilege. It's legislative privilege. Explain this argument and how it relates to his former role in the Senate. Well, we may see both arguments used. You remember, we reported last week that former President Trump wants to try to make an executive privilege argument to prevent Pence from testifying, saying that any conversations the two men had would be covered by executive privilege.
0: Now this is a very, very unique legal argument. And sounds like a very good and smart one to me by Mike Pence and his attorneys. And as MSNBC is rightfully pointing out, there's two parts to this. There's Mike Pence and his legal team. And then there's President Trump, who's also with his legal team trying to block this testimony from this uh, ridiculous witch hunt continuing yet again against President Trump via Mike Pence. Except now instead of being through the select committee on January 6th, it's now the partisan special counsel of the Department of Justice looking into this.
1: Pence's attorneys are now going to try a different tactic. They're going to say that the speech and debate clause in the Constitution applies to Mike Pence because the only constitutional role of the vice president is to be the president of the Senate. And that's the role in which Pence was acting on January 6th, so that they think they can make an argument that says anything he was doing in that capacity would be protected by the speech and debate clause. And therefore, the executive branch, in this case, a special counsel appointed by the Justice Department, can't ask him about it.
0: Sounds smart to me. Now, once again, we're in uncharted territories because there has never been such a partisan attack against a previous administration by the new administration.
1: Alex, it's not been tried. I'm not aware of any other circumstance in which a vice president has been subpoenaed. So this is a novel legal argument, uh, but it shows the lengths that Pence and his team are, are interested in going to to prevent him having to testify in the January
0: 6th matter. It doesn't matter whether Mike Pence cooperates and ends up testifying because of a subpoena to the special counsel on what happened and his role as president of the Senate on January 6th, because they're always attacking Trump from all all sides. So I'm saying it doesn't matter. It's not like they're gonna, that's going to stop the witch hunt. The witch hunts will continue. And President Trump is well aware of this, including that he is probably going to be indicted by those working against him and the American people, going way back to his conversation with Brad Ratbastardberger, the fake Republican who's actually a Democrat. I hope you guys know that Brad Raffensberger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, is actually a Democrat running as a, who ran as a Republican, but he's been a Democrat operative the whole time. And now a judge in Georgia has released grand jury testimony, at least part of it, conclusion and and what have you, in preparation uh, for the public to be made aware that indictment against President Trump is coming out of Georgia. So here's what's being reported, folks. A final report produced by an Atlanta area special grand jury investigating President Trump will remain mostly sealed as a local prosecutor considers charges in the case. This is what a judge ruled. Fulton County Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney said in an order that he will make public three sections of the grand jury report including the panel's introduction and conclusion to its findings, as well as a section in which the grand jury, quote, discusses its concern that some witnesses may have lied under oath during their testimony. The release, per Judge McBurney, is to be on Thursday. The decision comes after a January 24th court hearing at which Fulton County District Attorney Fannie T. Willis, pressed McBurney to keep the report sealed to protect the ongoing criminal investigation and the rights of potential defendants in the case, language that suggests that charges may be filed based on the grand jury's findings. In that hearing, Willis told McBurney that charging decisions in the case were imminent. So, the other day, McBurney disclosed in his ruling that the grand jury had provided the district attorney with exactly what she requested, a roster of who should or should not be indicted, and for what in relation to the conduct and the aftermath of what happened in Georgia in 2020. So what we have here is full indication by the judge's ruling and just releasing the introduction and conclusion and Section 8 that we will be seeing the district attorney indict President Trump. And we have corroborating inside information from Philip Halloway over at townhall.com saying that his sources are telling him that the DA is going to be indicting President Trump. And this all has to do with the phone call between Brad Rat Bastard Burger and President Trump at the end of 2020. So... We may be seeing in the coming days or week the first actual indictment outside of the false (laughs) uh, two sham impeachments of President Trump. President Trump, of course, responding to all of this on Truth Social, truthing out, doing great in poll numbers, leading all Republicans by a lot, also leading Biden by a very wide margin, which means that our weaponizing Justice Department, local DAs, and attorney generals will step up their illegal and unprecedented attacks in order to disparage me with full bull dot 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 and statements in the hope that I will be damaged enough to allow a rhino or Biden to slip through the cracks. But be careful, the American people get it and don't like what they are seeing. Make America great again. That is President Trump summing up this entire situation so tomorrow we'll see what happens and if we see the first indictment of president donald john trump the greatest president in my lifetime folks if you appreciate the work that i'm doing here to bring you the the news not just once but twice a day every single day if you're watching this on youtube please hit that subscribe button if you aren't a subscriber. Make sure you like and put your comment down below. Your engagement helps us with the algorithm. If you're watching this on Spotify, make sure that you're following this channel. That'll help us expand the reach and raise in rankings to get more exposure. If you're not aware, we have a sister YouTube channel in which my daughter, BCP Juniorette, reports just the news. She just reports the news, no commentary. Her episodes are generally eight to nine minutes long, and she gives you the news and just breaks down the facts, gives you the information without any commentary. The links to everything I'm describing are down below, regardless of what platform you're watching or listening to this on. And please, folks, make sure that you... Do whatever you can to help us spread the word by sharing the links to the podcast or the YouTube videos on social media. We are being blacklisted, pun intended, and your getting the word out will help us with our reach. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Down below are all the social media links. When you follow me on social media, you generally get a heads up to these episodes going onto YouTube and onto the podcast platforms before the general public does. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless. We'll be back later today. It's very early with more reporting for you.